Welcome to the Jacqueline Shaw Show. This is a space where we go deep, deep within, deep within where you access the sacred wisdom within you, where my truth and the truth of the women I bring on this podcast create a remembrance within you, within your soul, within your energetic field. Here, we don't look outward, we go inward, because in my world, it's always about taking you deeper in, in where your truth lives, in where your power resides, in where your soul knows. Welcome and get ready to go to the depth with me. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Jacqueline Shaw Show. We are continuing in between seasons here. We're in between season two and season three. And I am bringing forward three episodes, three podcast episodes that I have been interviewed on on other people's platform as I know that they will get to deeply serve you here. And so up next is a conversation I had in December of 2022 on the Home with Roxy podcast. And in this podcast, Roxy and I, at the time we were in a mastermind together and we embarked on a conversation about allowing truth, the depth of our truth to be at the center of our creation. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, and welcome home. My name is Roxy, and it is a real pleasure to meet you here again. Every week, I bring amazing people that created masterpieces with their lives. These conversations would not be about how they did it, but about who they had to become, to be an energetic match to the life they are living now. We will tune into the stories, the journey, the duality, and what makes them who they are. So through this episode, may your inner self be revealed to you, and let's return home. To go live! It's like, are we live or are we not? Are we or are we not? Hello, Jacques, how are you today? Uh, I am fabulous. I mean, I woke up and the sun's shining here and I went down to the ocean. I've had beach walk, beach swim, and now I get to dive in with you here. So I'm I love it. And you're in Costa Rica right now. So I love it. Oh, it's gonna be I really love how you say Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Yeah, in my French accent. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so before continuing, because people's going to vibe with us and they're going to feel how much we know each other. And even if it's not been a long time that we know each other, but we've connected so much during our journey together, I'm just going to introduce you so everyone can connect on the same energetic feel and just have this kind of understanding of who you are. You go with that? Thank you. Okay. <clears throat> Ready? Here's the bio that your team sent me. Jack is a seven-figure mentor and channel who leads visionaries in quantum energetic and divine feminine activation. She's known for taking her clients to the depth of their knowing, to the most intimate truth where they are able to activate their authentic voice. Through her work, clients quantum leap, develop a deep trust within themselves and eliminate any lingering shoulds, misalignment and self-sabotage so that they can unapologetically show up to lead in their power. The projector in her sees what you can't see. Together, you bring it to life. Boom. And I love it. And I love who you are. I love everything about you. I love your aliveness. I love your goddess. I love your mystic side that just loves in the depth and the mentor in you. And you have that 
part of yourself that is so connected. And I think it's that part, like this yearning always for the deepest truth and the most intensive version and, and through vulnerability and through rawness and, and through everything. And we're both crier as what I could have just see through our journey. Like we're not afraid to just express ourselves and feel ourselves and just be together. And I think it's the most beautiful thing to show up into this space also online because we're both entrepreneur online, having a community and this beautiful influence into the world where it can be something to be honest, like honesty, like the, the policy of honesty is just so extraordinary. So welcome into the podcast, into home. Thank you. Thank you. I already feel so home here. I feel like I felt home like the minute you and I connected. I feel like we had this deep resonance in our energy and just hearing you even, you know, share everything there like this, you know, being in this online space and doing what we do and leading women like my desire is to lead women into the depth of their soul into who they are so that they trust so deeply in their medicine and their own magic so that they can really lead themselves. And I used to not be willing to get vulnerable. I used to like hide. I used to like, feel like I had all of this. I wanted to stay and share and I didn't know how. And I know I've lived lifetimes where my voice has been silenced. And I believe so deeply that we are here to each be in our fullest expression of self to own who we are, not who we think we should be, not mm -hmm. in comparison to anyone else, but this true like unwavering knowing in who we are. And when we bring that to the world, we create magic. I love it. And what was it? Because the first thing when I connect to the collective who's listening to us right now, there is this kind of like, I feel even collectively right now in the industry and outside the industry, there is this kind of, vortex happening of like the awakening of the truth right like the desire of coming into this depth of truth what was your own process of like unraveling and unfolding and connecting even deeper into this deepest expression of your higher self I feel like there was like this journey where it was like okay I know and like this claiming for myself of like I know my gift. I know my medicine. Like I know what I'm here for. And then at the time there was like, but there's all of these things that I have been up until this point. There's all of these things that I know that I know, or that I do, or that I have going on. And it's like, for me, it was really a claiming. It was a claiming ownership of like, my voice is worthy of being heard. What I have to say matters is important. Mm. So for you, it was not about like this non-knowingness of your truth. It was more about the wordiness that come with the expression of your truth. Does that make sense? Yeah, I feel like it, it really was just like, um, you know, I would feel like I would like have these like profound thoughts and ideas and things that I would, you know, write in my journal or that I would have in these like intimate conversations. A big thing for a long time for me actually was like my mentorship spaces are like so gold. Like I am a mentor through and through. I shared this just recently on my social media. I'm like, I'm not a content creator. I'm not, I don't identify as a CEO vibe. Like I am a mentor and I am a good fucking mentor. Like I truly believe like my, my gift, like I know what my gift is. And at the same time, I 
feel like I would, I would hide. I would like have those intimate conversations in my mentorship spaces, in my masterminds, but I wouldn't allow those conversations to be mm. in a space like this. Mm. And it's interesting because it wasn't this feeling of unworthiness. I had this fear and like, this was a, like my biggest fear that I feel like I've ever had is that um, people wouldn't see me in my power. Oh, I felt like I felt it. And I was like, so worried if like, I, I, there was a time when I needed other people to see it. And then when I flipped that and I just owned who I am and my voice and my power, mm. that was a big shift for me. So for you, it was more like, because I think so many people will connect with that. Like this feeling of like, if I express my truth, if I show up out there and not into a container where I feel safe because I know these people chose me, right? Like they want me, they, they make it clear, they pay me. So of course our mind goes like, but the desire, this truth, now they chose me, now I feel safe, right? But before the moment where there's this transaction that feels so 3D, but you know, like this moment where before choosing you to walk with you and choosing themselves through you, there was this moment where for you, was it feel like, and I, I'm asking just really like selfishly because I love this conversation, but like, was it more like, because you felt that your truth was vulnerable, which part of yourself thought that it was not powerful? It, so this was interesting actually, in the way that you've worded this here. So I am also a projector. And okay. so I like the invitation, right? So when people are mm -hmm. in my world, when they're in my mastermind, when they would say yes to coming to like my free masterclass, I was like, oh, I have the invitation to go deep with you. And here's my thing is like anything in my world is deep. Like deep is my world. If you want to, like, if you don't want to go deep, like don't come into my world because like we're going to the depth. And yeah. so I, um, without that, like now what I see it as like without that invitation, I know where so many times in my life as the projector where I said, you know, in my bio, it's like the projector in me sees, I see people so deeply. And mm -hmm. in my past, I have, it's, it's been like a repelling energy. It's been an energy where people didn't get it and where people were like, no, no, no. Like I didn't want you to see. And so mm -hmm. what I now know and have shifted into like I, in my own space, I get to own my power and what I see and what I know and my truth but I don't need to go into anyone else's space. They don't need to, I don't need to convince them. I don't need them to get it. They don't need to, to like, our truth doesn't even need to be the same. Our truths can coexist. And so once I took ownership of that, it allowed me to be fully me online and fully expressed because then it was like, if you're, if you're here for this, great, let's be here for this. this. And if you're not, I'm just not the person for you. I'm not the mentor for you. This isn't the space for you. Mm, so that was more of this. I love it because there's so many projectors that's going to listen to you. And I know my clients, so I know some of them are projectors <laughs> and I know it. And they're going to take notes right now. And I love this part of like invitation and just feeling. I, I just love it. My mind is conceptualizing at the same time and computing what you said, but I love this, this feeling and for you, the shift happens when you realize what, what was the real like shift for you into like this reclamation of power that was happening in your presence into this expression into the world and online also yeah so what was the um what was the shift that allowed me to like really bring that forward yeah. do you remember do you remember is it a thought a feeling was it a situation what was this kind of i know most of the time it's like this compound effect that just yeah yeah it really felt like this i mean 
how things usually operate in my world. It's like once I get a glimpse of something, once I know something, once I feel something, like I just can't unsee what I've now seen. And so hmm. it honestly was like a moment where I just recognized I was like, I am giving half of me. I'm giving like half of my truth. And not that I, there was like things that I wasn't willing, like, do you know what I mean? Like it was like half my truth because I wasn't allowing the full self-expression. So it's not like there was like things that was like a lie. It was like, but it was only half true because I was, what was truly happening was I was shifting words. I was changing the words so that it was like safer or so that other people would get it. Or so that, you know, I have three sisters. I grew up with three sisters and one sister in particular would often say like, Oh, like you're like, have to be so bold. Do you have to be so like direct? And I'm like, that's my like desire to go deep, you know? And so, I would soften, soften is what I did. And so mm-hmm. it was this recognition for myself. And this is where it's like, once I bring this awareness, like, oh yeah, wait, I'm not using the words that I want to use. I was like, I'm dulling the potency of my medicine. I'm not even a, you know, yeah. putting myself out there to be fully received because I'm not sharing the depth of my own truth. And if I want to go deep with somebody else, if I want to go deep with others, I have to be going willing to like go first, to go to the depth within myself first. And I did that very well. I would go to the depth within myself, but I wasn't bringing it forward. And once I recognized it, it was just like, okay, now that you know, like you can't not know. And then there was like no other way for me to show up. I love it. That's the devotion to your own soul. Like the moment you realize the truth, you cannot, un- like the truth has been uncovered. Like you cannot lie to yourself anymore because now you you know consciously that you lie. Like this is the worst part. Like the moment you bring to your consciousness your own lie, you're like, oh shit, now I cannot lie anymore because I know when I do the thing that I lie, like it's worse and I'm like you. And I think this is why so many people, I think it's difficult to continue to lie to yourself consciously. And I think this is why so many people doesn't ask the question so that they don't discover the real truth and then they don't have to live with this potency of like, I know now with full consciousness that I lie to myself. So I prefer to continue to semi lie. <laughs> sometimes, like, I mean, not, sometimes it feels like, God, can I just like, not seen that couldn't I just continue to like you know um and I mean not do I truly feel that no but sometimes because it's like yeah big things that we're you know faced with and showing up and vulnerably and going to this depth it's like um it's not always easy no can we talk about this because I, I I like I feel like I'm hearing you right now like it's nice because people, when they come to us, I think, I think this is what, why I feel safe, like with you, because when you're really not afraid of the truth, then people feel safe with their own truth. And they just surrender to the process of coming into our world because they feel safe to discover it because we're in peace with the truth and we go there. But the flip side of it that I found for me is like, what we master the art of questioning that opens you question new realms, new dimension that makes us go deep at the same time. We cannot clock it off. So it's like, it's always there. It's always there. It's like, oh, no, not a new question now. I know where it's going to take me. And like, you know, this moment where you're like, no, like I, I'm on the verge of a new breakthrough. But like, can I just have a stop for two seconds? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I think this, this was like, I used to have this idea that's feeling like, okay, well, now that like now, like we broke through that, like, whew, we're good. And it's like... <laughs> knowing like I signed up for this like I signed up to 
grow and evolve. I'm also a line six in my human design. I'm, I'm not sure if your communities um, dig into human design or not, but I'm a line six. So I was like, oh gosh, like, and I'm 41. And so if you know, like line six, as we go through these three phases and I'm in that like middle phase where it's like the, the healing, the shit, the this, the that. And it's like, it. I'm like, and this is part of it. It's like, I know I'm here as the role model. So like, it's like, I mm. have to be committed to this, like honoring of myself and then my commitment to like sharing the truth because it truly feels like I do it, not just for me, but I do it mm. for you. I do it for the collective because that feels like what I signed up for. I love it. I'm one tree. I'm the opposite of you. But like, this is always so like, we know each other. I'm the baby beginning of one, you know, when you're six, like <laughs> it, it just feels so like the depth that exists. That's my line one, you know, going for the truth and understanding the truth and really like desiring it. And this is just like, so like the thing. And I, and I love it. You don't see the comments, right? I don't see any of the comments. I know. I was like, oh so true i would need to watch the beginning of this conversation because while well, ps hello from texas hello hello ladies nice to see you here hello hello oh hello everyone is saying hello and i love it and i love that that conversation about the truth so where i'm called right now to continue with them because i can feel the the, the questioning rising with that and what can you say, like, because in here, this this is all feminine leader, you know, like having, they are the medicine, their work is the medicine for the world. And they really want to rise like, up front and really like stepping even more into this step, into this truth. Let's talk about this. Okay. Good with that. Yes. Please, 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 please. <laughs> please. <laughs> Let's go there. And what I'm feeling right now, the question that is rising for you to answer is more like, if someone that is connecting to her truth and someone that is rising into this, what was your own path of like, not the startup of your business, it's not connecting with that, but the question that I'm receiving right now is more like connecting with this deep anchoring. Okay, I'm just going to let it come through. It's like, because you're so postulate, like in a way where you stand tall and strong in your truth. Like you're this kind of woman who's like really fierceful and like we can feel the primal part, but at the same time, so divinely connected. And what someone that is listening to you right now and someone that is looking at us, like really anchoring the them, what would you say to someone who's totally terrified to just bring it up front and just like really showing up? So what I tend to lead women through is like this activation and what I call like the portal behind the heart. Mm. And so I'm going to explain what this like means to me and how this like worked within my, like for myself, it's like, we have God within us. We have like the universe resides within us. We can go to a place deep within ourselves to access the vastness of the universe. And I often hear, and this this just didn't resonate with me when I, you know, came into the space. It was like very like you're like you have a big heart, and it's so heart led, and and I don't know why. When I feel like heart led, it feels very like nice and good girl and kind, and so it, it felt as someone who likes to go deep, like heart led felt superficial to me. Yeah, it felt like surface level, and I was like, I need to go deeper. And so to me, it's this portal behind the heart that we access where our truth lives and we all have our truth and we all have our medicine and my truth and your truth may not be the same truth because we're on different journeys. And what I feel is like every time I'm surrounded by women who speak their truth, I hear my own truth. And so I think it's really 
important to know when we can tap into this place within ourselves. For me, reading books is what often like reminds me of the truth of who I fucking am. And so um, I'm like, am I allowed to swear on this on this Because I feel like I know you, yes. Um, but it's like anything that reminds you who you are, get in touch with that because it's going to allow you to access this portal. So if you are in a mentorship conversation and your mentor reminds you of the truth of who you are, if you read a book and you remind and you're reminded of like who you are, it's this process of remembering. So I put myself in spaces where this happens for me. And again, not that I'm like everyone I sit at that table with that mentor, like necessarily that I'm always like, yeah, I agree with you, but it's like, oh, through you, me hearing your words, I hear my own soul speak. Mm. And then for me, once I hear my soul speak and this, like once I feel called to do something, once I get that ping, once I get that intuition, I just became unwavering in the choice to not deny my soul. This is mm -hmm. the way I see it for myself. I'm like, I am not willing to deny my soul. So I'm available for whatever comes my way. I'm available if it feels like a win, which is like the projector yeah. signature of the success. I'm available for the win. I'm available for the lesson, but I'm going to trust and where my soul guides me because like that is who I am. I am trust. I'm in this full embodied place of deeply trusting who I am. We all are. I love it. I have goosebumps all over. I'm like obsessed and influenced by your words. And I love this door. And 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 you can feel it actually like this door behind the heart that just reminds you in this connection directly to the divine and to the infinite that exists. And I love that you stated like as a mentor, we're not here to remind you the truth. You're we're here to assist you in your own remembering and in your own like space into which you remember people in. And I love that you speak about it. Well, it was really like this was a powerful shift for me when I recognized like that it all exists within, like the gods within. Because before, this is where I used to often give my power away it was like out there it was like oh the universe has got my back and the universe is out there or god's got me and like god is out here when i was like oh no like it all exists within it was like i fucking got me mm. oh. but i can trust that i've got me when i do the things i feel called to do so it's really hard to trust in yourself when you're like i feel this pull and i don't do it because I'm too scared or because I don't think I should, or because I'm being the good girl or because somebody else isn't going to like that, or because it's going to mean a hard freaking conversation. You know, there's a hard conversation right now that I am going to be having in my life. And it's like, I can't not, because then it's, if, if, if I'm not willing to do the things like then I, then I lose trust in myself and I all of a sudden start to feel like what this feels like to me. If I don't is I feel like I'm betraying myself. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you say that. And sometimes we don't realize that it's like, I don't know if it's like that for you, for you, it's betrayal for me. It's abandonment, mm -hmm. but it's like losing touch with my truth, you know, like sacrificing myself. And sometimes we don't catch ourselves, but these little things that we just sacrifice or like abandon ourselves, they compound each other and they became an identity and a path and that and the belief and like I remember myself like somehow I woke up like five years ago and I was like I've built an identity about abandoning myself you know yeah. and one thing that I realized recently like I'm I'm gonna be really honest with that like always surprised having an honest conversation is like there's a fine line and I don't know like let's talk about this there's a fine line when you're really like learning to be in a present moment because I know you're really incurring to now and like breathing and like allowing God to come and like 
within. But there's a fine line that I found into this leadership and feminine leadership, because for me, feminine leadership is this conciliation between the heart and the womb. You know, it's not just the heart, it's like the womb and like the receiving sequence as a primal and really here as a woman, you know. And but the thing that happens that I realized that it was so sneaky and subtle, you know, because sometimes now I just see it. So now I can emotion myself because I see it. But you learn to be in gratitude, right? You learn to be appreciative for everything. And because we have this fine tuning of like appreciating and being grateful for everything, it's easier to shift and become complacent with things. Does that make sense? It's like, yeah. I can be okay. And you know what traumatized me? And like, no, not what traumatized me, I'm dramatic. It's more like shook me. My husband asked me, Saturday, do you want to go to the beach? I'm like, yeah, that feels fun. Okay, do you want to go with the kids? Do you want to go alone? Or you want to go just with me and we get a babysitter? I'm like, I don't mind. Like, everything I will be good. He's like, yeah, I know everything. You will be good. But what do you want? I'm like, I'm telling you, I don't care. I will be fine with everything. He's like, yeah, but what do you truly want? I know you can be fine with everything. You can shift everything into a good thing. And I was like, but I don't know what I want with that. I just know I can be okay with everything. And there's this kind of like shifting the heart to learn to be okay and grateful. But at the same time, did you just learn to be good with your life or you're actually desiring and excited with the life? Does that make sense? Mm, it totally makes sense. It makes so much sense. And, it, you know, it's interesting how we all have like our things, you know, because I, so I grew up with, um, like I said, I have three sisters and I was always very much like so clear on like, this is what I want. Like I've always been very like knowing in what mm -hmm. I want. And it used to really like trigger me when they didn't know when it was like, I'm okay with everything. I was like, no, like stand for what you want. And I feel like I was like the voice for so long for like, stand for what you want, stand for what you want. And I used to do it in a way that was like not very well received. Yeah. And now, um, now for me, it's like, I get to be like, so, happy and enjoy and in bliss with like what I have and what I've created. And there's like, I know we live in a limitless universe. So like, of course I get to play with more. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And that's where we are so different. I was built up to just not ask for the thing, but just be grateful for what you receive. You know, I was living into this parallel universe. I was not like that. I was like, no, no, you cannot ask for the thing. You just, you are happy with what you receive. Be complacent. Learn to find a way with what you have. We had so little. So I learned to be okay with everything, you know? It's like, oh, cool. A good nothing. Let's be happy with nothing, you know? And just yeah. like I've learned so much to just transform everything into a good thing that I realized recently that like it just was this whole veil that just lifted. And I love that you're so assuming to the thing that you want. And like, and how do you manage? Like, how do you do, do like because you're so assuming the things that you want and I'll like, I'm sensing your energy, your soul like that. And that's just like, so a good pillar, like really like anchoring, but what was your, what's the word with that that I want to found? It's like this alignment that you have is so clean that it's just like, Whoa. Okay. Okay. My question is like, I'm sorry. I just connected to the energy. I'm like, this is just the most beautiful energy. How is your connection between the heart? How do you move and dance between both? Like owning the desire for something, but at the same time, not disqualifying everything that is not connected to the desire. Because sometimes there's a gap between what you want and what you have, right? 
What is yep. your dance in between? Yeah. So for me, I actually like I love to be in that in between. I love to be unknown because I'm like, oh, like what gets to be created here? Like what's next? Like I really like my soul feels alive and not knowing. And I think one thing for me is like I've known what I've wanted, but I've also like when my husband and I first got married, like I knew I wanted to live on a beach and I was like, I will like live in a cardboard box on a beach with you. Like I was like, I can live in a hammock. Like I, you guys like, it, it's rare that I'm even wear pants these days. I am like always barefoot. And so it's like, I know like there's that side of me. And then I know what I've created up until this point. Like I am fully financially responsible for my family. I have two young kids. My mm -hmm. husband, we're living like so much of my dream right now. I know when you were moving to Florida, like I was moving to Costa Rica, I had just moved here. Um, I also have a place back in Canada in the mountains where I feel like here's the ocean medicine for me. There's like the mountains and the wolf medicine. And my husband's so great at reminding me this all the time. He's like, you've created this. And it's mm -hmm. like, you know, I was, I was on a beach walk with someone this morning, actually. And it's like, I like, I'm living so much of my dream. I'm living the dream that I had two years ago. And my kids are here and they're in this, like we, this school that supports our unschooling. And I have like an incredible housekeeper here who loves my children and who takes such good care of us. And I was like, she asked me, she's like, and what else? Like, what more do you want? And I was like, oh, and I also have this desire right now to find someone and I put the feelers out and I know that this is happening. Like a desire right now is to have someone that's fully with my family, my kids, and who can tutor my kids and homeschool my kids because I also want to, like, I'm so grateful I get to be here six months and in Canada six months. I want to just be like tomorrow. I love to be spontaneous. I want to be tomorrow. Like let's pick up and go to Europe. And I have someone who can just come along with us and like loves that. And it gets to be part of that. So like I can be so in gratitude of what I have now and also be like, oh my gosh, like, Imagine when that gets to be the reality. Mm. So you don't feel in scarcity in between. You feel abundant with this field of creation. I love it. I yeah. love it. It gets to be a play. You don't feel like you're without it. Like there's this shift in frequency. We can feel the abundance between the moment you're going to have the thing and you desiring the thing. I love it. Because I, I feel like, I mean, I don't like to know how things are going to happen. I like the spontaneity. I don't like to play in the realm of predictability. Like I yeah. love being in the quantum I love not knowing because I'm like it just feels like I get to be surprised it gets to be magic like I'm like oh my gosh like I mean it's just like how then you're like how did that even happen and I'm like yeah it doesn't matter it's like it, yeah I love it I love uh for so long I've been in the predictable field because it was a way for me to survive you know, like being the, the sole provider, I was a single mom, I didn't have money. So controlling everything, predicting everything feels so safe in my body. That was just this most important thing. Like just trusting the universe didn't make me feel safe. It was like, no, no, no universe, I'm going to control you and I'm going to make money. I'm going to know how I make money. I'm going to calculate everything. Everything was mathematic for me. And that was a way that I can just build my trust, my confidence into being my own provider. Because for so long, I was relying on other people, the father of my first child, you know, but once you move into this, and there was a moment where I had my accident in Costa Rica, and that was the breakthrough of like, no, 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 no. I cannot do this anymore. I don't want to predict. Because there's a moment where everything is predictable. There's no magic. Yeah. It's like, why would I be happy? I predicted it. Like, it's like, of course, I control it. I knew every part of the way. It feels like so dry. It feels so... 
And there was this moment of everything that I was doing and everyone was like, oh, you've built this. You should be proud. I'm like, I knew I was about to build this two years ago. I predicted every step, you know, and it felt so empty of life. So when I step into this feminine paradigm and this feminine leadership of like really trusting it, for me, it's not just one paradigm. It's like really the sacredness, this union that exists in us. But I love what you say. And I love that everyone, <laughs> I love that everyone is, I hope everyone that is listening to you is activating their own code of like the window of creation that gets to be abundant. Well, and I feel like we've like been taught like with what you said there, you're like, oh, but I predicted this and like I created this, but it didn't feel like the way I wanted it to feel. I feel like we've really been taught, like you set your goal and then there's these like mile markers. And as long as you hit each thing, you're going to get to your goal. And I work with so many women that, and that, you know, it's like a nice paved road you drive down. And I've worked with so many women that they get there and they're like, I'm feeling empty. I'm not feeling fulfilled. I'm like, is there more? Is this enough? And so then it feels like there's that gap between like what they want next. But for me, the road that I choose and that I feel like we get to go on when we're willing to like go to the depth of who we are and follow these nudges from our soul. It's like, it's a road that you probably don't want to choose because there's this nice paved road over here. You know where you're going. And this road is like, it's windy and bumpy and you can't see. And you're like, I'm just going to go. And then all of a sudden you feel like you're driving backwards and sideways and you're like, what the shit? And then you keep driving and you keep following the road and you don't know where you're going. And then all of a sudden you thought you were going here to this marker and you find yourself here and you're like, wow, you know, yeah. that's the world I want to live in. That's how I want to feel. So I don't choose this. I don't choose safety. I don't choose what I know. I feel truly comes alive in the unknown. I love it. And I think it's it's something that most people are not calling forward and like really feeling call and pull into this world because we can feel the aliveness and we can feel the remembering of our truth. Because I think most of the time when we get afraid, I used to tell me this every time I was afraid when I was at the beginning. And that was my, my mantra. It was like, if you're fearing something, Roxy, just mean that you don't remember who you are. That's it. That was my, my quotes. That was my mantra every day. Like, if you're afraid, you just, you forgot who you are. You're afraid you forgot who you are. You don't have to be afraid. And I was just like walking this path every day. Well, it's so interesting too. I was on a, um, so I have my personal brand and then I also have a brand with my business partner and we were on a call and this was like probably a year or two ago. And she was like, she said something. She's like, this lean back energy, the surrender, feminine energy, like receiving energy just comes so naturally to Jack. And I was like, what the wild fuck are you talking about? I'm like, it did not come naturally to me, it's it's from like again choosing again and again and again and again to be devoted to this work, to be devoted to my soul, to bringing in like there were so many times where I wanted to choose like how I always reacted, that I wanted to be in control, that I was like, if I just did this, I could manipulate this over here and get this result. And like there was times I want to do that still, and it's this constant like devotion like you know when you said before you're like this like this grounding here it's like this constant constant devotion to coming back to like my truth and who I am and my soul and knowing like yeah like we we can do things out here and manipulate and force and control and it's a choice to not operate that way I love so it. when when she was like it can't it just comes like so naturally or so effortless I'm like today it feels effortless because of the choices that I've made and because I have such a heightened state of awareness of like 
mm-hmm. when I'm stepping outside of that. I love it. Based on conditioning or fear or not doing things based on fear. I love it. It's a choice because there's always this crossroad where it's so easy to go into controlling. It's so easy. It's, it's, we've grown up like that. We've grown up like this is, this is still part of what we know and our society works, you know, and it's so easy to choose the easy path. Well, and my, my like kryptonite here was like, I love to be right. And so I would go to like the ends of the earth to prove to you I was right. And am I like the way my mind works? I'd be like, no, no, you sent me a text in 1994 that said this. Let me scroll back to that text to show you that like it was was not natural. Like I wanted to control. I wanted to be right. Um, Yeah. It was like, I mean, and I feel like this sounds so just like easy to say it. I was like a choice to like, I'd rather be happy than be right. I love it. My man, my first mentor was a man and I was broke as fuck, of course. And I was fighting it and I was just like blaming a lot of things. And, and he said one day, he said like, Oh, so th- you truly believe that you're right to be in this situation. Like it's, it's not your fault. You really believe it. And I'm like, no, but, but it's for you. I know it's my responsibility not to share, but it's not my fault. And then and then one day he just looked at me and, and I was really like at the beginning, you know, so I was really reactive and really like cougar kind of way. And I'm like, I didn't, I didn't like someone challenging me in that moment because I was in survival mode. And he said, you would have to choose. You either want to be right or you want to be free. Mm. And I was like. Right or free. <laughs> well, this, this connected to me as well when you said broke as fuck and right or free. And something you had asked me earlier, but a big shift was mm-hmm. I for so long like and I wore this like a badge and I was like I like rising from the ashes from the spiritual smackdown like I got that shit dialed like I can hit rock bottom and you know and I but I used to hang on to this I used to hang on to this story and sharing you know the story of you know when I first invested in my mentor and I had $12 in my bank account and I was $200,000 in debt and I was like and of course I could go from like here to there because I had nothing to fucking lose and then a big learning for me and journey was to like drop that to be like I actually don't need to hit rock bottom I can grow from like greatness to greatness and shifting that story about like that I needed to suffer that I needed to sacrifice that I needed to everything like break down before I could break through I love it I had this same freaking pattern because the only success that I knew was coming from uh, the biggest breakdown of my life that I was always into this recurring path of like burning my house to the ground so that I could have something to build on. You know, I didn't know how to refine. It was burn, build, burn, build all the way through. And then one day I'm like, I'm exhausted. I don't want to build anymore. I want to refine. And I did it everywhere. Like I did it in my business. I did it in my marriage. Like it wasn't just one area. It was like money, like everywhere. It was like constantly like, like I felt like a freaking like yo-yo. everywhere poor husband always burning the relationship down so we can rebuild it always finding things to fight about so that we can have a comeback story about like it was not good and then it was better like everything was like picking like poking the the bear just so that we can explode something and then rebuild from that like I felt safe in that and for me I was like I didn't believe I could have the highs without the lows so I was like, if I want to feel that, if I want to go to that ecstasy, if I want to go to that bliss, if I want to go to that holy wild fuck moment, I've got to, I can't just 
come from like, you know, well, it's great and it gets to be better. Yeah. So you were like, yeah, this is feeling like for me, it was so addictive and I'm, I'm, I'm in a, a former drug addict. So I, I was like always like addictive to the feeling of being alive, you know? So emotion was my drug after that. It was like the up and down and like navigating and like, I love the good fight to make a good love after that, you know, like it was just like <gasps> this moving. And then when they are realized that, but it's so exhausting. It feels like always holding chaos into your hands so that you can feel alive. And then I shifted this around. And I think this is where like stepping in. And that was my way also to connect my feminine because everything was so structured and control that bringing fire was like a good way to just connect to the emotion and into the body. I felt alive, but I didn't know how to feel alive through greatness. It was like through chaos. And then yeah. the reason that came. Mm. I feel that. I love it. I'm done with that. And I've been like that forever. I love this conversation. You are so inspiring. I love this. People are loving it. I, I'm like, I wish I could see the comments. I'm going yeah. after so that I can go pop into the group so I can see the comments after. I love like, this is like my jam is to like be able to like be back and forth and see what you're saying. So I'm going to pop in because I can't see anything. Yeah. I'm sorry for that. I didn't, I think it's my, it's, it's my fault. I didn't activate this or I don't know where I, I press. We had this moment where I disappear <laughs> at the beginning and then I rise back. So I, maybe I, I don't know what I did actually. See, Roxy. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Thank you. Thank you, Jack, for being here. Thank you for just sharing this time with us. Like it has been like, this beautiful conversation is there anything you want to just conclude it's not even conclude it's like the transition into even more yeah I mean one just like thank you for bringing me home with you and I think like my biggest thing to, for those of you guys who are here live with us for those of you who are listening like I've never known so deeply as I do right now, like the magic that exists in each and every one of us. There are, there's so much happening in the mm -hmm. collective right now and energetically and like portals being open. Like I, like just this past week, there's been like a whole new geometry shifting in my world and what's available to you when you're willing to live in your truth. Like you are here to be the fullest expression of who you are. And it does not matter what anyone else is doing it doesn't matter what roxy's got going on what i've got going on like come back here again and again and again and whatever that takes for you if it's like listening to this on repeat listen to this on repeat if it's going and like putting your hands in the earth like make sure like that's what you do we get so caught up in like what we got to do to have that quantum leap or to do that next thing or to hit that next milestone we live so much up here in our mind and there's this deep calling to come back into the truth of who we are and our soul and to allow our soul to fully lead us from this place of like deep trust in who we are and i know who i am i know who you are we are yeah. divinity we are human we're divine we are messengers of god children of the universe like bring all of who you are forward and trust me when you do you're gonna find your people you're gonna people are also not gonna like it who fucking cares show up for the people who thank need you to stand in your own truth ah i love it i love thank you for that thank you and i'm gonna just take that thing and repurpose it everywhere that was just so 
I love that you say that. And I love that I have my whole womb and like my nipples are on fire by you saying that. So I'm like, that's, that's a good thing. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's what but you're, you're, that's your that's your sign. It's like nipples on fire. But this is what it feels like, right? And it feels different for each of us. What does it take for you to feel fully fucking alive? That's what the world needs. We need you in your turn on. Yeah. Ah, I love it. Thank you, Jack. Thank you for coming in here. I love you so much. Thank you, anyone who were with us, everyone who's watching again in a replay, everyone listening to us in the podcast. We love you. Go give love to Jack. Thank you for being here and we'll see each other. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. If you want to be live in the audience for this conversation or even catch the replay for this one, Join us in my free Facebook group, Sacred Heaven. The link is in the description of this episode. I love you and I can't wait for you to feel how truly beautiful you are.